You want to see your new car? Got a car, got a car, my car, my car, my car. A prowler? Oh. Yes, 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 yes so it's a prowler. <laughs> There's nothing like this in Cloverdale. Nothing, nothing. Get in, get in. Check it out, Corinthian leather. Ooh, hotter than hell. Oh, 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 and I got a cell phone for you. Oh, yeah, oh you shouldn't. Oh. <laughs> oh, and one last thing. Uh -huh. uh, don't, and I seriously mean, don't tell anybody where you got this car or how this transformation came about. Okay. Um, what if they ask? Trust me, they won't ask. But, Mr. Fogg... But, but, nothing. There is a hand basket in the trunk, and if you blab to anybody, you'll be in that basket and on your way before you can say Beelzebub. Above. <laughs> well, where would I go in a hand basket? We'll talk about it later. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening uh, to Television Movie Night at the uh, tail end of January, Mark. Omicron's over. End. We're done. You and I, we're in the same room right now. Joe Biden punched Omicron in the face. He said, he said listen, 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 Jack, you can't, Jack. You can't, you can't, be, you can't be out there just doing, doing whatever. You gotta, you gotta, gotta go, man. We gotta, ice cream season's coming up. He attacked him with a, with a bike chain. He called it. A, he called it a son of a bitch. Yeah, a dumb then, son of a bitch. I think. <laughs> you got. You got. You got. You got to get out of here. You can't you just? You got to move along. How are you celebrating your freedom from Omicron, Mark? A uh, lot of open mouth kissing. Um, a lot of just breathing the the good deep air inside of supermarkets and uh, dining indoors. Finally. Well, I have terrible news for you, Mark. We have to postpone our They Might Be Giants concert. They have, they have canceled their tour at the top oh, of this no. year. Oh, no. What about Weird Al? Weird Al still on the books, but uh, the uh, the early part of the They Might Be Giants tour in 2022 pushed to 2023. So either one of them or myself will be dead before that concert ever Aww. happens. Uh, how else are you doing? You excited? January, Mark. We both got jobs. We got jobs in we January. Got fucking jobs. Rarely. You ready to get back to nose to the grindstone? Yeah, get it, get it done, get her done. Like the man said, get, 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 get it done. Get her, get her done. Get it done. What have you been up to? Anything fun? Uh, anything fun, Andrew? Uh, I have been. Uh, well, I was just at my singing lesson today. Oh, uh, I take singing lessons, and uh, my teacher said that uh, I seem to really enjoy doing the uh, the theater songs because she said you kind of you kind of dance around a little bit, which is <laughs> something I didn't know about myself. That she's like, yeah, you're like treading the boards, just trying to really really sell that you're the phantom of the opera apparently <laughs> what's the uh what's the big showstopper that you put on at uh, practice there uh today we did maria from west side story ah the will it be uh, uh oscar nominated do you think it'll be nominated but man that movie sucked what i thought it was oh my god be good Andrew. 
I uh, no, this is what I did. I watched Being the Ricardos. One ah. of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. No, really? Absolutely. Uh, I was I, I was it. tempted to see it, but no, not I, anymore. I I I hated it from like minute five. I was like, <laughs> this I I angry. Hmm. Um it asks the question: what if uh comedy legends uh weren't funny? What if the wall came down during I in Love space. Lucy? Yeah. It's, what if comedy legends weren't funny? All right. Yeah. So it's it's uh you know those those cut-ups, Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman, yeah. J.K. Simmons, who is funny if he's mm-hmm. asking for pictures of Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> but in this, he's like angry and drunk, and he's it, well, he's, he's playing think, Fred Mertz, so yeah, he was angry and drunk, yes. Um but man, man, oh man, it is it is real bad. It's it's just one of the most joyless movies I've ever seen that is about a beloved TV sitcom. And there's this really horrible part where spoilers, everybody, uh, you can. So you can tell that Aaron Sorkin. Thinks Lucy Arnaz was he's like she was successful, so, so she has to be like me. Right. She's like the only smart person in the room. Yeah. And like a savant. She's yeah. she, she does like a Sherlock Holmes where she's like piecing together like, yes, I'll be I'll lose an earring in the uh, when I'm stomping grapes. And then they show it and it's like just devoid of all feeling or, or <laughs> happiness. Now, when does the cast sing the entire score to the HMS Pinafore? That's what we want to know. That's the real question. If it's a. If 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 it's an Aaron Sorkin, you got to give me you got to give me some something. Uh, th- somebody does say uh, Fred Mertz does say not for nothing, which is an, a Sorkinism. Um. Anyway, so there's this scene where L- Lucy is like, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go over the blocking of this dinner scene, and she's like, first of all, unlike what the director and everybody else said, we're gonna have Ethel and Fred sitting on this side of the table so that they're facing the camera. And what? it's presented like, oh my God, she's brilliant. And I was like, I think they figured out that you should face the audience or the camera like 70,000 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I also, sure I also feel like- Crack this nut already. <laughs> But even in like film production and in television production, it's like you didn't see a lot of like over the shoulder stuff. Like they would they would show full frame yeah. what it, they well, were looking at. It's a it's like a set piece scene. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, of course they're gonna face the audience. Like you just made up this problem that was never a problem anytime on a set where somebody was like, What if we could see them? Wouldn't that be something? I'd like to imagine that this is, it's just like uh, that uh, is Gus Van Zant did the movie last days. Yeah. It's about Kurt Cobain. Sure. A Kurt Cobain stand in. Yeah. And we see him uh, writing music and basically he's just at a drum set. He's just drumming and drumming and drumming until he finds what he wants. Then he goes to the guitar and he just plays and plays and he just, we see it. It's like layered over the top of itself as he's like putting a piece of music together. So I'm assuming that's what Lucy does here, right? Just, and then mumbles incoherently as she walks around town and yeah, and then shoots herself. Yeah. Um, well, they, they show like these 
the writer's room and it's like so apparently where's the- where's the you and i stand in inside that room of the two guys being like I, I don't fucking know. She like she has a souffle and it falls. There, there is that guy. He's because, <laughs> but there's these two. There's these two dumb writers, uh, and then one like executive producer who's always in the writers' room. And I'm, I'm just like, so the way that it's presented, it's like so these guys do nothing, and then Lucy shows up and says like, here's here's how the comedy works, and then. And I was like, why, why are we even having these other people then? If apparently it was just Lucy doing all the work. Well, it's very much an Aaron Sorkin project then. Exactly. It famously fired all the writers off the newsroom to write it himself (laughs) along with, along with his writer's assistant. That was, I believe his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. Makes me want to go watch Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip because I've never seen an episode of it. I think I texted you. That you did. It is what you would think Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip would be. It's just and like everybody hates each other and nobody's happy. And I was like, doesn't anybody like making television? Like, and then you thought to yourself, wait a second. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, that's the most realistic part. <laughs> I do hate all of my coworkers and just bitterly punching buttons up in the control room. The only difference between you going to set tomorrow and that movie is that you get to smoke in the control room back then. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So you give it a big thumbs up, a big uh, seal of approval from Mark it's one of being the, only, the Ricardos. It's one of the only movies I've given a one star uh, on, on Letterboxd. No, on uh, IMDb. Uh, <laughs> you, you made an account specifically to shit on that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, that's exciting. Well, Mark, speaking of good movies, <laughs> uh, television movie nights, your home resource for made for TV movies in the month of January. We were watching movies that were made 20 years ago, a fifth of a century ago. That's one way to say it. Uh, this month we have watched killer tornadoes atomic twister <laughs> and we watched uh rats yeah that happened and then we took a week off because we forgot had to take to, had to we regroup t- we forgot to take mlk day off so we well, we had to, we had to retool so we got we got notes from the network we went down like, we went down for a week now it's a uh we're doing a single camera comedy here yeah. on tv movie night we were multi-camera before we think it's more modern. We took also, out the laugh track. Also, they as well. added a kid and David Spade. So, <laughs> uh, Mark has a as a uh, talking dog, and uh, I, um, I, I, which was I, in the original, but this dog doesn't tell me to kill people. <laughs> it does. It feels weird. A lot of people will think that's the dividing line between when the show got bad. Yeah, or like it was still bad before when he had. Berkowitz's dog, but now it's now it's just bad in a different way. But this time around, we have watched a supernatural thriller slash comedy <laughs> entitled "I Was a Teenage Faust." Now, Andrew, I, I there was some confusion on my part. I All thought right. this was "I Was a Teenage Faustino." Mm. And it's about David Faustino from uh, Married with Children. Did you just watch uh, just a, like season two of, of Married with Children? And that's, that's what, what I did. Yeah, I was like, this is pretty, pretty 
good. Bud, pretty he's, good. He's funny stuff. Bud Bundy, it's like he's, he's Grandmaster B, Rap Master B, and they'd always like mispronounce it. And then yeah. Al would flush the toilet. The fucking audience, ballistic. They would Just lose not. their fucking minds. He tells a fat woman that she can't wear shoes. And the audience like Just... ripped the building down. <laughs> curtain tore from bottom to top just just the, the end of days and the wails of laughter uh no we watched i was a teenage faust and we're going to talk about it at length in a segment i like to call well what do you know mark i was a teenage faust was uh on Showtime. Not a good title. <laughs> I'm going to be upfront about this. What are you talking about? It harkens back to the I was a teenage werewolf. Yes. I was a teenage gangster. I, I was. But I don't think teens and kids that were going to be watching this at the time were necessarily going to understand the reference, but whatever. This premiered on Showtime. Showtime. On June 1st. I knew June... what Faust was when I was a kid. I don't I... think there's, a, there's no reason not to. I understand. But it's just, it's a weird title. It's just, it's its a lot, got a, it's got a lot of words to it. Okay. Premiered on Showtime on June 1st, 2002. This starred Robert Townsend. The star of, what was his WB show where he was a fan, where he was a dad? I'm going to say it's the Robert Townsend show. Probably. Uh, star the of Jamie Me- Foxx show. <laughs> Meteor Man. Yes. Very Hop- funny comedian. Hollywood Shuffle. Of course. Uh, he has a recurring role on the CW's Black Lightning. Interesting. He's also a very prolific uh, producer, writer, as long, a- along with being an actor and comedian. Also starred Josh Zuckerman, who has uh, made appearances in movies like Austin Powers, Colin, Goldmember. Oh, good. And Sex Drive. Oh, my God. But he was like a child. He was like definitely a Disney he was a child, actor, yes, wasn't he? Was he was a child actor. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Morgan Fairchild. Morgan Fairchild is in this, and Stuart Margolin. Margolin? Margolin? Margolis. 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 From Death Wish and the Rockford Files. Great. This was written, directed, written and directed by Tom Eberhardt, who uh, wrote Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. Yes, the direct-to-VHS copy, or direct-to-video uh, sequel? No. Or was that, that in was, theaters? That was in theaters, friend. Honey, Are you sure? Sh- Absolutely. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was the one of the biggest films. 90? Is that when that came out? 88? 90, I'd say. So a, 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 a theatrical sequel was absolutely in the cards based on the amount of stuff that they put into it. Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves went direct to video some years later, but Honey, I Blew Up the Kid was definitely in theaters. Uh, Also directed and wrote the movie Captain Ron. Which is great. Starring Kurt Russell. Uh, He also did Night of the Comet. Yes. Which is a cult sensation so this guy's got some chops which surprised me given the how bad the first 10 minutes of this movie are he also wrote um uh there's a it's a uh uh it's called like doesn't have a clue no ordinary clue 
And the idea is it's like Michael Caine is playing Sherlock Holmes, but As he's a, a comedy actor playing Sherlock Holmes. Oh, the, the Ian McKellen Watson, movie we watched. And his Watson is like trying to like prod him along and, and he's like a drunk. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's it's I've, I've seen some YouTube reviews of it that uh, people seem to enjoy. All right. So based on the pedigree here, what did you think the movie was going to be about? I thought it was about a teenage. I thought it would be about a teenager who um, uh, sells his soul to become the cool kid. Yeah, basically. That's what it seems like. Uh, it's it's immediately pointing you towards. Uh, I was curious to see if they were just going to do that or if they were going to do something different. I'll tell you what I wasn't expecting how 2002 it is it's very 2000 man there's baby there's like cross dissolves to like like web pages and there's like cutaway gags it's like fucking family guy it's so strange it's just nothing it's it's wild so i'm excited to talk about it let's dive in we open on a standard suburban classroom as an English teacher is explaining what the hell is Faust. She's like, listen, you dum-dums in the audience. It's a, it's a poem. It's a German poem. And it's about a guy that sells a soul to the devil. And then he regrets it. And he regrets it. And then now, so when we say like a Faustian deal, that's what we're Faustian bargain. Yes. It's where you sell your soul and you get what you want, but you pay the price. Yes. So uh, she says, would a person be willing to sell their soul? Think about it, audience. Uh, and then she just and then she just puts on the uh, Simpsons episode where Bart sells his soul to Millhouse. Wishbone episode. No, there was a Simpsons. I, where... I look, I, I know. Oh, you're I saying know she I, puts I, on no. the... okay. She's like, I'm going to dumb it down even further. Let's get the dumb dog to explain what the fuck Faust is. <laughs> Uh, I remember that. I remember they did a wishbone one and then it was like, this is a weird one to convert into the dumb talking dog telling me what the book is. I, the one everybody remembers is like Wuthering Heights where a girl is in love with <laughs> wants to do wishbone and everybody's like, did anybody think about this? She's pining for, you know, she wants Mr. Darcy. I know that's the Pride Morris. and Prejudice, but she just yeah. wants to just, just caress his forehead. It's just a dumb dog in a, fix in a little costume. She knows she can fix him. He's a tough guy, but he, he's got multitudes of emotions inside of him. Meanwhile, Heathcliff, that's the protagonist yes. of Wuthering Heights. Uh, Brendan, a kid in the class, raises his hand and he says, well, I don't have to read Faust because lady, I lived I it. it. <laughs> which gets us into our opening credits as we see hell with that's still I, that still wouldn't count like it's like my test that's not going to get you any of the essay answers correct no no again you what can, year we, was this book written and he'd be like i well i mean it happened to me last year so i guess 2000 but we've all you know we all have shared experiences that have been converted into books as well and you know, the author offers some insight that maybe you didn't experience when you also went through it. Yeah. You know, we there were other World War One ambulance drivers, but uh, there was one in particular that uh, uh, <laughs> helped us uh, open our eyes to certain things. 
Uh, we then get our credits, and then we uh, we also see a scene of Robert Townsend running from a Humvee, but again with this like postmodern editing. We're told now oh, this is the end of the story. We need to go back to the beginning. <laughs> we gotta go back. <laughs> uh, so we we are told that the the beginning of the story takes place below Cloverdale, Indiana, which is where Deep Brendan down. Lives. Down, down. Underneath the subway, they 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 like made built a miniature for this thing, and they did build a miniature, and boy did they shoot it. So they said, <laughs> give them credit for that. Fucking money's worth. Down, down, down into hell, where we're introduced to two tempters. One of them is Robert Townsend playing Mister Five. Yeah, who's talking to another tempter, and both of them are saying that they're behind on souls because they're not making their quota. It's this this new millennium, you know. Video games. The Sega Dreamcast. Andrew, uh, did you read the the, War on Terror? Did you read the think piece that said millennials are killing the tempter business? (laughs) Put it on the board, folks. (laughs) Another one we could put in the grave. Uh, the other ten, but Robert Towns is like, it's, it's impossible because baby boomers have died off and nobody, you know, people, people are, you know, they're thinking too far ahead nowadays. It's like we had, we had the eighties and, you know, you could just open up a country club and they, people would give you their souls just to go there. But now, now we're past that. Yeah. <laughs> Robert Urich. Now there a, was a big, there was a big hot room. He had a, <laughs> he had a metal suit. Space suit for some reason. Then, now those were the days. That was the days. We, we, we would just, and Susan Lucci would get hit by a car every, every other six day. six months. <laughs> she would melt a guy. She'd put him on the big board. Uh, one tempter gets called into the, uh, the the devil's office and then is immediately we hear him scream in terror as he's sent down into the lake of hell, lake yeah. of fire. But then Robert Townsend is called in by Morgan Fairchild, who is playing the devil's assistant. And uh, him, Robert Townsend and the devil have a bit of a conversation and he's like, all right, you did a bad job. All right, bye. <laughs> Go to pulls, hell. Pulls a big lever that drops the floor out from under him, but he hangs on and he says, Look, look, it's not my fault. Yeah, I, you know what my, you know what I got? You know what leads I got? <laughs> I got fucking middle of Indiana. All yeah. right. Give me the Glen Gary souls. I, that's what I, I just, I just, look, I just need this. I need the, I just need the leads. All right. I just, I just need the leads. The souls are weak. You're weak. <laughs> he convinces the devil because, because he, the pitchfork down. <laughs> He convinces Morgan Fairchild. Uh, the devil says, "Well, Morgan Fairchild, why don't you go out and get a soul from Indiana?" So she yeah, leaves. Yeah, go to this guy's. In. Go to this guy's district and see if and see if it's as bad as he says it is. She leaves. She, can, she, comes, she comes back. Right back. She got a soul right in her hands. She's, She's like, says, "I got a soul, and I also picked up Chinese food." Which very funny. Which you're forgetting. She says, "And I picked up Chinese food." Gong sound effect. No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely in there. Don't hold it against her if she comes up dry. We're talking Indiana. They don't want anything. If they did, they wouldn't be in Indiana. I was trying. And I was trying. Here. You only wanted one, right? <laughs> Here you go. Sorry it took so long. I stopped for Chinese. I did not catch it. 
Uh, but Robert Townsend still clinging to the desk. I think that says, was in the script. <laughs> a line right, SFX. So Tom, Tom Eberhardt said, either it's in or I'm out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> the um, so Robert Townsend says, well, if you if you send me away, you're gonna have to send someone else to Indiana. And let me tell you, it sucks. You you, you allergies. It's flat. Oh my god, it's awful. People excited about like a, a race that happens on Memorial Day weekend. Huh. They kiss uh, the ground there. It's disgusting. <laughs> and Morgan Fairchild says, well, I, I, I have, I don't want to do that. I have hay fever. I don't want to do that. So it looks like he gets a little bit of reprieve. Yes. As they would then go back up topside to Indiana, where we're introduced properly to Brendan, who is a big old nerd. He's we're such inter- a loser. He's a big loser. And we're told he's a loser because he lost a student council election to a dog despite the fact that he was the only one running yes not only this we are also shown that his sister is cool his sister is really cool and then in one of the strangest shots we do a cutaway to his mom getting an ultrasound Mm -hmm. and there's two fetus like things on the ultrasound and one of them is sucking the cool energy out of the other one yeah and the doctor sees it and is like what yes that's that's what we get in this like a meet we're just barraged with like graphics appearing on screen because we see like a fake headline of a newspaper that says the the, the dog won the election and then we have the yearbook showing how much of a nerd he is and then this cutaway to this thing with this mom and in the in the waiting room or in the oh the getting her, her tummy checked Ultrasound. out yeah uh so i you can see that this guy saw like he saw a family guy and he saw like lizzie mcguire and oh maybe, yeah uh what is it the uh the one with the brother and sister even stevens even steven yes and it's and just was like, like this is what television is fast Fast, fast, fast. And we just like whip crack in these lines. Keep throwing it at them. They'll laugh at something. Which is refreshing at least, but it's just, it's, you immediately remember like, oh, this was what all like television was. Yeah. At the, like, it's assaultive. Yeah. That, that scrubs, I don't think scrubs, scrubs probably didn't premiere by this point, but like just fast in terms of like, you, you're, it's everything's moving. Uh, yes, Brendan's twin sister Loretta is also cool. And Brendan explains that basically the only girl he ever had a shot with was this really tall girl named Susu, which got the really this... tall. <laughs> uh, a really tall girl, Susu. Uh, this got a legitimate laugh out of me where he explains that, uh, <laughs> for when, her Halloween, for Halloween, she, he's like. She she was with her two friends who both went as his as princesses and she went as and then the camera just slowly pans as Abe Lincoln and then again it's just this <laughs> very tall girl in an Abe Lincoln costume and I I legit busted I was like that's funny <laughs> that's so stupid that's one of the worst parts um but it yeah. caught me I wasn't expecting it I was like 
and she played the, the the you know the you would expect it to be like the 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 princess's mother the or the dragon or the yeah, castle so, no, it's, it's, Abe Lincoln and it's like Abraham all right Lincoln. okay noted tall guy Abraham Lincoln we're also introduced to Brendan's soon to be step- the other girls were Rapunzel she was the tower yeah something like <laughs> that or or, her, that or their comb or you know it's like yeah you want to hang it on what we just saw but. And it's like, and she was <laughs> Abe. right out of left field. Just... <laughs> it's very well executed. It's just, yeah. we see them and then it's just a media pan to her. And she's just in this very crappy Abe Lincoln costume. We're also introduced to Brendan's soon to be stepdad who owns the local barbecue shop. And he's kind of a square. The real like, weirdo. He's like. Now, boys, you know, you need to because the, the, the kids are running a scam on one of these like uh, CD of the month club. Exactly. Where they pay a penny to get 10 CDs. Well, they get 10 CDs, copy them all and ship them back. Send oh, them my back. God. There's a sequence of them copying CDs where they're like dancing and like their faces are inches from the camera lens. And I was, I was just I was. At this point, at that point in the movie, I was like, this is going to be terrible. This is going to be so bad. Yeah, it felt like a Capri Sun commercial at that point. It's just I was like waiting for one of their fish eye, like, yeah. I was waiting for one of their heads to turn into a giant gusher. <laughs> Do you like to listen to your music loud? You can't eat cereal in a library. <laughs> But back in hell, Robert Townsend is given a second chance and sent back to Indiana because there's nobody that wants to replace him as the tempter of central Indiana. But the rub is that he's got to get a soul ASAP. As soon as he pops out of a manhole, uh, he accosts a truck driver, calls the truck driver's wife fat. (laughs) And says he's got ugly kids. And he's like, look, I can fix all that for you, buddy. Yeah, th- this guy does not know how to make a sale. No, no, he's he's all over. Hey, the what's place. going on here? You're ugly. Your wife's fat. Let's make it happen. I can fix that. Gets punched in the face for his troubles. Yeah. Uh, later, while fucking around at the mall, Brendan spies a pretty girl. A pr- they lock eyes and they ride up the escalator together. And he is he is smitten. Andrew, we had another we had another Bobby Earl esque situation where a song that is very nearly Dream Angel plays. Look, man, do you think but they could they could afford Dream Angel? I don't think so. It was it was another doo-woppy type thing, and it was like Angel Angel Heart or something like that. And I was like, what the hell? Um, what would you so they put write- there, Mark? All right, what would I have put? Running down the dream, running, chasing down a a, a fantasy. <laughs> uh, he she gives him the eyes. She's like this very beautiful girl gives him the eyes. They, la lock, la. they stare at each other as he rides the escalator up. But he's like, I got no idea who this girl is. Who is this lady? Yeah. But it turns out that she's one of the most popular girls in school. She's Pretty, one of the, she's a famous person. She's she a, got she got posters. She's a model. Posters, she's a model. She's like is an actress or a singer or something. Her name is Twyla. Yes, which is that's made up. That's got to be made up. Uh, but she's having a going away party in like a day or two because she's moving out to New York or Los Angeles or Paris or some fucking city. I don't know. Not you know middle of fucking nowhere, Indiana. I like that they keep saying 
Paris, <laughs> LA or New York. Like they never say where she's going specifically. It's just, she's going to move to LA or New York or something. I don't know. If you live in the Midwest, they're the same city. They're the yeah. same. The coasts are the same area. You're going to get gunned down and murdered in either one, as opposed to the safe sanctuary of Cloverdale, Indiana. Indiana, heart of the opioid crisis. <laughs> he says, uh, Brendan says he'd give anything, anything, anything to get with Twyla, which Robert Townsend overhears. Later, the creep, the creep from uh, Twister, Atomic Twister comes over and is like, man, I heard that. <laughs> Later at the optometrist, Robert, uh, Mr. Five dresses up, and pretends to be the doctor there. For some gives reason. Brendan the hard sell because uh, he's like, he's like doing like a Bugs Bunny thing where he's like, He's changed the, the eye chart to say that he was a weenie. And he's like, yeah. I can fix that. And then they Brennan runs into the bathroom uh, after running into Mr. Five. We get like a POV of him running into the bathroom. And now we see that he's in a bunch of cool clothes. Yeah, he's a cool guy now. Mr. Five gave him a big makeover. And I was like, man, they like went uh, extensively into having to fake this pov shot in the bathroom because they don't do a linda hamilton terminator well that's what, yeah i think that's what they're doing here is they've got a, a they've twin? got a they've got a they don't have a twin <laughs> that's how they do it in terminator they've got a fake set with a poster on the back wall that's reversed yeah so it makes it seem like he's looking in the mirror right and so anytime so then they have to you know, okay. it's just it's practical effects to make it seem like the camera's looking in the mirror without actually seeing a camera operator in an actual mirror. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. It just seems it seems like a lot of effort for this scene because it's an extended scene in this bathroom where they have to consistently like reblock it because they're moving around in there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Why didn't they just get a two-way mirror? <sighs> Why didn't they just put build the cam- a whole house? Can't put the operator like he runs in in a POV and then and then you don't show the mirror anymore. Okay. Or have all him, options. Have him leave the bathroom. Have him sit down in the optometrist chair again. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mr. Five says, look, man, I can help you. Check this out. Look, you're a cool guy now. You got a cool jacket. You got a Letterman jacket. That's cool. Look at your cool hair. That's cool. You can get with this lady and you get a cool car. <laughs> this was another thing where I was like, wow, it 2002. is 2002. He gives uh, him a, uh, a Dodge a, Prowler, a is Plymouth a, Prowler, a Plymouth Prowler. He uh, says you are a cool dude with attitude. Now you are going to get a red Plymouth Prowler. Uh, for those who don't remember, this was one of the ugliest, weirdest cars that was like part drag racer from uh american graffiti and all pt crews down yeah this it was, was just the, ugly there's this there was this trend at the late 90s early 2000s with cars where they were like the roadster is back we want it to look like a you know like an old like a big big car we want, it to, yeah. we want it to look like a big car on the big side of town <laughs> but it's got to be slick 
So yeah, the, the wheels jutted out separately. Looking on Wikipedia, the last year that they start, they produced the Prowler, Mark? 2006? 2002. I think this movie may have been the death knell. <laughs> I think this is, they saw it and they said, they just like leaned out the production window, shut it down! <laughs> you, th- you think that they went into it thinking, on the line, fall you think off. they went into it thinking they were like, this is going to be our Back to the Future. This, this is, is going to, this is, it's going to lift us out of this. And then they saw the movie and they were like, well, taking this. <laughs> grabbing equipment and walking away with it. Uh, yes, it's an ugly car, but Brendan is impressed. And he also gets a cell phone as well. Uh, but he's like, take the car for a ride. Go around the block a couple times. Check it Come out. back and sell me your soul. But here's the deal. Couple things. One. One. Uh, you can't tell anyone where you got this stuff. It's a None. blab clause, he calls it. He says, you can't tell anyone where you got this stuff. Because if you do, then I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna, I, I swear to God, I'm going to fuck you up. Two, uh, you know, take it for a spin, do whatever you need to do, and then just meet me back here. So Brendan takes off. You're a dumb kid. I can trust you with a Plymouth Prowler. Brendan takes off, but and Mr. Five gets a call on his hell, hell cell phone, his hell phone. Hell, yeah, hell phone. phone. They should have called it the hell phone. <laughs> And uh, they're like, is hey, that a TV movie? That should be a TV movie. <laughs> Don't answer the hell. The phone. hell phone. Uh, he gets a call from Morgan Fairchild and says, hey, we got a bunch of requisitions for like an ugly ass car and a cell phone <laughs> and stuff. But uh, we don't have a signed contract down here yet with your mark. And uh, he's like, well, I, you know. You got to make money. You got to spend money to make. You got to, you know, he'll, I'm going to get to it. And they're like, you gave him shit and he didn't get a contract yet. Again, it's terrible. First day on the job. And he's like, look, 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 I'll do it. All right. It's going to get done. (laughs) I got him. I got to break where I want him. So uh, while he's dealing with the paperwork back there, Brendan goes off and he's like, He's getting hit up by all the cool kids now. And there's the like cool a, kids are like, hey, we're your friends now. We love you. There's a parade going on for him. <laughs> and he goes to his best friend's house. And his best friend's like, I don't know who you are. I don't you're know the, who the hell you are. You're too cool for me. You're a jerk at school. That's all I know. You're probably an asshole if I had to take a guess. <laughs> and he's like, all right, now that's that makes sense. But the Andrew, rest how, of the stuff. How many times did this happen to you where you'd go over to a friend's house and they'd be like, yeah, it's that asshole from school. And he'd be like, oh, that's right. We're not friends. I'm just shit. Just I, lonely I, asshole. I was I overheard you inviting people uh, to your house yeah. at the cafeteria. And I thought I thought it was like a group invite. <laughs> I thought it was like anyone in earshot can can attend. But instead, no, now now I feel like a dick. Uh, so. The other thing is now Brendan's uh, Brendan's best friend doesn't know who he is. And then he goes to his own house and he finds out that uh, there's been a bit of a back to the future thing happening here where uh, his sister. Now she's the uncool one. Now she sucks. Yeah. She's, she's the Biff washing the car. Now that, that Biff, did you wax it Biff? We said two coats Biff. Always trying to get away with something. Oh, oh yeah, I'll I'll do it right now. 
Like that time he tried to rape your mother. That's an uncomfortable movie. If you really think about it, but we don't like to think about it. We're just not going to think about it. It's just, a, it's a, it's a fun romp. Uh, anyways. So the tables have turned. He's cool. Now he's got all the shit. Yeah. His sister's uncool. And he's and and he's like fuck, and I got all this cool stuff. And then his his room is like non Euclidean geometry, some kind. Yeah, yeah. He goes to his room, and it's this like massive, huge, sprawling room with all this cool stuff that a kid supposedly would want. Yeah. But he lives the inside pinball. a du- he lives inside a double wide, and he's like, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, and so Brendan himself worries that he wonders if there's anything left of the old version of himself. I hope not. That guy sucked. Act two. Mr. Five tracks down Brendan's house and goes to the window and says, I can't. You got to invite me in, fella. Because I'm a vampire. Because I'm a vampire, apparently. Is it? This is a thing in Faust, right? No, I don't think it is. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Also, if, if, uh, if, if the sun hits me, I turn to stone. Yeah. And like I, you can only tro- kill me with a silver bullet, I think. I think, I think that's trolls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they made a deal with the devil, the devil? and now they're gonna make a deal, deal with, with me. me oh my god <laughs> but here's the deal brendan's on to his little game because guess what baby he's got a copy of the cliff notes version of faust <laughs> motherfucker much like uh, Frankenstein, the college years, I guess Faust was real. And now in this world being explained and yes, Cliff's Nose which version. inspired the other thing. Yes. So Brent is like, so no, cause I'm going to go, I'm going to regret all this. So I don't want any of this bullshit. I take it all back. Also, I didn't sign any fucking contract. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's like a lemon law, right? I don't, I take the car back. I don't want it. I don't yeah. want it. He's like, why would I ever think? Because again, in a year, I'm going to be like a fucking Plymouth Prowler. Ugh. What the hell? What was I thinking? It's like one time I. Uh, How much do I owe on this fucking Plymouth Prowler? <laughs> uh, I knew a guy in college that was on the Price is Right and had won a. Uh... Pontiac Aztec. Yes. Oh, did I already tell the story? No, uh, I was just guessing. <laughs> yeah, he won. He uh, No, no, it was the opposite. He won. They took his Pontiac Aztec? Because <laughs> that would be the opposite. He won a PT Cruiser. Ah, yes. On The Price is Right, but sold it because he had already owned a Pontiac Aztec. <laughs> <laughs> so he had he had immediate access to two of the ugliest, ugliest cars. Things ever in made. Mass markets uh, in the last 45 years, I'd say. Man, I would have got I would have taken a picture of me laying across the hood of both. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> but here's the deal. While he's having this argument with Mr. Five, Twyla shows up. Yes. And she's like, oh, I I'm having this going away party. And I wanted to make sure that Brendan, the, the coolest, coolest kid in the world got an invite to my party and I don't know why he didn't get one in the first place, but here it is. So this is now, uh Oh, well, if you give all your shit away, no then one... the cool girl's going to know that you suck. Yeah. And now you're going to look like a, you're going to look like a, 
you're not going to be a big man. You're going to be a little man. You're going to be a little man. <laughs> you think you're a big man? No, big men, big men wear letter, letterman jackets and they, yeah. they, they, they drive the ugliest <laughs> car in the county. <laughs> Little men, they're cool. Little men have like Honda Accords and then they wear like <laughs> little men have reasonably priced sedans <laughs> that hold good, good value over time and can get to get to a great resale. Yeah. Yeah. Big men, they take the resale and they just chop 95% of it off as soon as they drive off the lot. All they right? only it's... buy new cars because <laughs> they like the smell and they're tough. They might as well just drive it straight to the dump because that's they what it's going to be in like six months. And then they're going to buy and they're going to buy a, the, a, another ugly car. Whatever the next ugliest car is. Now, is that what you want, loser? It's like, yeah, I want to buy an ugly yes. car. I want to make the same mistake over and over again. I want, give, give me, a, I want a, I want a Honda Element. I want to, I want a Scion. I want it to look like a robot boot. I want, I want a car that, in, even in the commercials, they're like, you'd have to be as dumb as a hamster to drive this thing. <laughs> uh, if I, I, it's there's a usually if I buy a Kia, it's a buy one get one free for some reason. I got a Bogo on these Kias. <laughs> But he's like, I want to get with Twyla. So now he's now he's like, ah, fuck. He's got him over a barrel. But Mr. Five's in a crunch as well. So they both they both got each other over a barrel. All right. Yeah. So Brendan, <laughs> hey, Brendan has Mr. Five up. is the desperate guy from uh, The Simpsons. Gil. Yeah, he's Gil, <laughs> which Come is on, basically man. Jack Lemon from Glenn Gary Glenn. Glenn yeah, Ross. just buy the car, man. <laughs> Uh, Brendan takes the uh, insert for the CD warehouse thing that he got and basically rewrites it and says, how about you give me a 10 day trial to decide if I want to continue on with this contract of selling my soul to you or not. Now, Andrew, I kind of like this because I was like, oh, this, this was the first moment where I was like, oh, this script was competently written at points because yeah. they set up the thing early. And yep. then it just comes back in where he's like, by the way, I have the same shitty contract that I had before. So let's do it again. And I was like, oh, it's pretty clever. But Mr. Five counters and says, all right, I'll give you a one day trial. I'll give you 24 hours. And then get if, your you, rocks if you still get it, if you still are, are hanging on to this thing, and you want to get with Twyla and just drive just the, look, I could get you. I. <laughs> You want just a like a big stretch Humvee? Is that what you want? I could get you the I could get you that um car? the the reimagined uh, Pontiac Firebird. <laughs> it's like eh, it kind of looks looks weird. It looks like a pill. It's like I I know. All right. Yeah. Work yeah. With me, kid. Yeah. You want uh, you want those Chryslers that just they were just like I. It's just round. That's all you get. It's just an orb. Just an orb of a car. They said no spins, no sharp lines. It's just an orb. And he's like, in the in the cyber truck is coming up soon. He's like, oh god, okay. Uh, So they sign on the dotted line. He gets a day trial based on this insert that he got from a magazine. Brandon goes out uh, and talks to Twyla, and he's like, "Hey, baby, I'm cool. What's 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 happening, Toots?" I'm the cool guy because he's got a cool guy jacket on. And he's like, check it out. It's it's a double wide. But my room's pretty big. <laughs> Wink. Wink. Uh, you know and they then, say about guys with big rooms. 
They don't yeah. have siblings. You got a lot of place yes. to put your stuff. <laughs> Twyla's like, hey, is your mom marrying uh, that Joe guy from the barbecue place up the street? This, this was the moment that this movie won me over entirely. It just took off like a rocket ship. And because Brendan's like, no, 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 he's not like, Joe. No, he's not Joe, she's the like, barbecue guy. You're, you're, yeah, she said that she knew that she was going to marry Joe. And I assumed it was the guy that owns that gross barbecue joint that gives everybody the poops. And he's, he's like, like, no, she's going to marry Joe Montana. Gonna, that's right. Joe Cool, the quarterback for the 49ers. <laughs> Joe Camel. That's right. <laughs> he's outlawed in print magazines now. <laughs> he's got to go somewhere, so he's going to settle down. He's, he's ready to move on. Twyla kind of smells the bullshit coming off of Brendan on this, blows she's him like, off. That's strange, but like, okay. Here's your invitation. I'm leaving now. Bye. Bye. And Brennan's like, man, fuck Mr. Five. <laughs> that sucked. That sucked. He's like, for a cool guy, I feel like a little man, right? Yeah. I thought I was going to feel like a big man. <laughs> I was promised an eternity of big men, and I feel like a little man. I'm thinking about buying a Dodge Intrepid. <laughs> Mr. Five just starts sweating. No, oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, but also Morgan Fairchild has shown up and she's like, you better have that contract in hand. She gives him the business and he's like, I'm fucking doing it. Just give me a goddamn second. All right. This, this, this does remind me of work a lot where someone's (laughs) like, Hey, can you do that thing for me? And I'm like, yeah, all right. And then like two minutes later, they're like, so where's that thing? And I'm like, you just asked me. And then another person comes up and it's like, they're like, man, they come up, they come up to you and they're like, fuck you. <laughs> and then another person comes over and says, you're, you don't even know. Your mom doesn't even know Joe Montana, does she? And I was like, ah, it's a common name. Brendan walks up and he's like, I want out of the deal. You fucked me on this five. And Mr. Five's like, look, she's just playing hard to get. Then he also takes a flower pot and conks Morgan Fairchild over the head, which is funny because she's going to narc on him for this one day deal that he just cut Brendan. Yeah. Then he's like, look, look, I'm going to smooth it over. Your mom's going to marry Joe Montana. We're going to get this hashed out. And he's like, it's Montana. He's like, close enough. He's like, what? And we see an insert shot of a picture of the mom and actor Joe Montana. And and Toluca Lake's own Joe Montana. Joe Montana from Simpsons, Godfather 3. Uh, criminal uh, minds criminal minds just a number the rat pack movie on hbo and i that was my like abraham lincoln moment where i was like <laughs> holy god that is hilarious <laughs> joe montagna come on because now yeah because five set this thing up that apparently they're gonna get married and so now they've got <laughs> joe Mon. they're constantly name dropping joe montagna films throughout the rest of this movie yes which I would assume a, a kid will know who Dr. F- will know the story of Faust before they know who Joe Montana yeah, is. Yeah, that's the thing, which is Feels funny like in itself. just for us. You know, they're like, again, it's Joe Montana, Joe Montana. That's close enough. It, yeah, that script writer is banging away going, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're oh, going to get it. Good. 
the thing is, is that we would write that now in 2022. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> even though Joe Montana hasn't played in the NFL in like a quarter of a century. Well, really, we just want to meet Joe Montana. <laughs> well, they also the other thing that's pretty clever is that at the beginning of the movie, they uh, mentioned they mentioned that they, they mentioned want that, to show a video that's starring Joe Montana. Joe Montana. So like, to like they, nerdy kids in the school. Yes. They even do that little bit of business and work to be like, all right, we're going to set up why he's got mentions. that top of mind. Yeah. Going to Twyla's house the next day, Mr. Five tries to encourage Brendan to flirt. He gives him like a hacky, cheesy line to say, you have a map because I'm lost in your eyes. <laughs> but the odd thing is that they've got a bunch of like lawn furniture and lawn gnomes around this house. And it's very strange. It, it all seems out of place, but whatever. Uh, Brennan goes to the door. I, I, I rack this up to like, this is more like somebody got it because the mom is the mom is really into what lawn gnomes yes and i was like oh they got a note that was like lawn gnomes are very funny right now make sure there's lawn gnomes in this yeah, movie she and needs to be like, an eccentric okay whatever got it. okay uh but again brennan goes to the door and he tries to flirt with twyla and she blows him off again he's like hey do you want to supposed to be cool you want to go hey go for a spin with me and and in, in, in the ugly mobile, and she's like, <laughs> the ugliest car that's ever been designed. As, as exciting that way, as that would be, just to give people ulcers to look at your car. <laughs> I'm I'm on a pass. I got a hard pass. I'm gonna meet up with my lady friends at the coffee shop, and then I got to get ready for my super fucking party so I can move to New York, New York, or, or L.A. Los or Angeles somewhere. or Atlantis. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Slams the door in his face, tells him to get lost. This isn't working. Brennan's like, what the fuck? And Mr. Five's like, ah, you know, ladies, but you got to go hang out with your cool friends because his cool friends show up and they go to the mall. Um, I would like you to refer to uh, subsection C of our contract agreement. <laughs> it's like, OK, yeah, does not apply to T level. Oh, oh God damn it. They got me with their legal mumbo jumbo. Meanwhile, Morgan Fairchild calls on uh, to Robert Townsend's hell phone. So hell phone saying, she's you like, hit me with a planter, man. And put me in a chicken truck and then have the, the chicken truck drive all the way to fucking uh, uh, Arkansas. And he's like, look, man, I did a lot of things lately. I can't, I, I can't, I can't remember I can't what happened for every moment ago. of the day. I'm sorry. All right. Where were you? So Morgan Fairchild steals the semi truck and is going to drive back to Indiana to hash hash it out with old Mr. Five. Yeah. Cook his grits. Twyla, meanwhile, while she's at coffee with her friends, has a come to Jesus moment where she's like, oh, these these ladies, these everyone sucks. These guys all suck. Everyone fucking sucks. Which, again, very high school. It doesn't matter if you're cool or you're not cool, what group you're in. At some point, you look around and you're like, Oh, Man, we blow. This stinks. We, we're the worst. Because all of her friends are like, oh, they're catty. They're and catty they're, bitches. They like make fun of Brennan's sister and all sorts she of stuff. She does so suck. She, she does kind of suck. I she, Yeah. Someone has to say it. I'm sorry it's us. Twyla goes to the mall and runs into Brendan there. And she's like, look, here's the deal. I like I 
I haven't, I like you, but uh, on top of that, uh, you fucking suck. You're like, yeah, I like you better. I liked you? you better when you were a weird guy that I saw on the escalator. She mentions that she saw a weird guy on the escalator and she's like, I want to get to know that guy. That, yeah. Cause he Whoever doesn't give a is. shit who, what people think about him. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it, he, he drives a, a suitable car. <laughs> Probably drives his mom's car, which is fine. It's a Pontiac it's, Grand Am. It's fine. It's you know, you need to carry around groceries. You need He's a bigger 17. car. What do I care? I don't give a shit. Who gives a fuck what a 17 year old is driving? It's a wonder that he could fucking wake up in the morning and go to fucking school. They're dumb, I'm telling you. Brendan. Uh he's like, I completely agree. Boy, I would love to have sex with a nerd. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> Imagine, imagine you were banging a guy that like was going to go and watch Minecraft YouTube videos afterwards. And then his, his glasses keep, keep fogging up and falling down his face. He's like sweating on top of you. And <laughs> imagine, you know, imagine that, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's the moment of highest passion between the two of you. And he just starts speaking Elvish. Man, we all want that. That would come be, on. That would I mean it's a dream, but we only see that in the movies. That's reserved for the highest of the highs. Going home, uh, because again, Brennan's like, Well, I can't tell her that I've got this thing, but he's like, I'm I'm a dork, I'm a nerd. And she's like, I don't buy it. You're the coolest guy in the fucking county. I've seen your car, <laughs> it's a horror show. Like only a cool a, guy would. Yeah, only a person who is a cool who's a cool guy would have that disgusting of a car. <laughs> Going home, Mister Five is there, and he says that, well, you know, that Twilight girl, she's probably gay. <laughs> Which is the oddest. Mo- this is the most tone deaf part of the movie. I'm like, like ah, well, it's, ah, yes, I remember the year now. Well. Well, he is evil, you know. It's not like our hero is saying she's probably gay. Uh, yeah, she's. Um, he says, "Well, she's probably into girls, but don't ask, don't tell." <laughs> <laughs> Does his Eddie Murphy apparently? <laughs> <laughs> so that's why they aren't together. But anyway, he's already fixed him up with another girl, another, another girl, popular girl who's really excited to see his ugly ass car. <laughs> Twilight's and, stupid, lame friend wants to do you, man. And she's going to go to the party with him uh, inside. However, <laughs> things have gone south for for Brendan's mom <laughs> as she fields a phone call from the actual Joe Montaigne who, who informs is getting her, his makeup done. <laughs> Yes, he's actually in this movie. He's getting his makeup done. And she's like, you're breaking up with me. Why? And he's like, well, A, I don't know who you are. (laughs) I'm married. And and I'm married already. (laughs) B, I have no idea who you are or what the hell is going on. So Brennan's mom is devastated. The love of her life, Joe Montaigne, (laughs) Toluca Lake's own Joe Montaigne has called it off. This I I think this was when I texted you that I was like, this movie is the best. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> it definitely does reads like you and I would be sitting around and would be like, wouldn't it be cool to meet Joe Montana? <laughs> we're like, all right, let's put him into the script. And I like, have to wonder what, what movie do you think he was shooting at that time? 
that they are like, we have a second unit. We're just going to go knock this across a couple the of- park. Uh, yeah, I'd like the to lot. think I'd like to think he's still working on the Comrades of Summer. <laughs> <laughs> A movie that came out 15 years before this one. And I think he's like, we're working on a sequel. I'm really excited about the script. Takes place in North Korea. It's the exact same script. It's just we changed a couple uh, establishing shots around. It's going to be really good. Um, Yeah. And so you and I are like, okay, he can play the devil. And we're like, what if he what if it's just him? What if it's Joe Montana is Joe Montana in? I was a teenage Faust. Teenage Joe Montana. Like, oh, okay. Brendan tries to cancel the deal with Mister Five with two hours left on his trial. He's like, look, I, I want to get with Twyla. She likes nerdy guys who cry uh, uh, during Battlestar Galactica, which is something <laughs> that I certainly haven't done. So you today. I'll have to try. I'll, I'll have to learn a new thing. I'll have to give a damn about Starbuck or whoever's Starbuck, on that yeah. fucking show. I don't know. I'm more of a Farscape guy myself. It's, it's, oh, yeah. Like, now that. <laughs> whatever happened to Babylon 5? Am I right? Yeah, we, we, want, we want to bring that back. Maybe. Oh, you know, can I wish? Can I, can I trade my soul for a Babylon 5 revival? And, I, and, and, and. Because I know you're going to fuck me on this. Bruce Boxleitner has to be attached. And he's like, all right, well, I, I was about to snap my fingers and have it happen. No, oh, he's out. That's it. No, I can't. I can't make that happen. <laughs> Not even I. But Mr. Five realizes uh, after having a brief conversation with the mailman who returns the CDs that Brendan tried to send back earlier in the movie when they tried to scam this uh, CD warehouse that on yep. the bottom of the card, it says, that a void of the contract can only happen if the goods are faulty. You can't just cancel it yourself. If the thing didn't work, then you can get on the contract. But here's the thing. You're still a cool guy. And you got the PT cruiser. You got, you got the, you got the spider, man. You got the, <laughs> you got the element. You got the yes. Honda element. It looks like a brick. It's awful. It's disgusting. Sure. It's got a lot of headroom, but what do you want to put in there? Nothing. That's what, because you don't care about anybody who's inside it, or you wouldn't have the car in the first place. It's an outback. <laughs> it's like part car, part truck. It all sucks. It's it's the worst of both worlds. And you paid thirty five thousand dollars for it. Oh my god! Why why do you need OnStar? Anyway, Brendan realizes that he's stuck with what he has. Yeah. And starts to, he's like, well, I'll just make myself uncool. That'll fix my hat. I'll show you. That'll, that'll prove, I'll show you. It'll prove that I, that's broke. He like, tries rolls, to muss up his hair, but rolls it won't around muss. the dirt, musses up his hair, still pops up looking fresh as a daisy. And the coolest threads, the 2002, the widest pants and the biggest jackets that 2002 <laughs> can offer. But on top of a baby doll tee. Yeah. The tightest, the uh, collared t-shirt. That's what that's what cool was in 2002, folks. When we knew what cool was. Act three. Brendan dumps his new date. He's like, I'm not going to the stupid dance, the stupid party with this lady. I don't even fucking know. So I'm about to lose my soul to the goddamn devil. And uh, I, don't, I don't even know what cool is anymore. Is this cool? I don't even know. <laughs> 
is selling your soul cool? <laughs> Maybe. My, my minister, my youth, uh, my, my youth, youth pastor says no. Says that it isn't cool. He so, said there was a cool guy with some rat righteous <laughs> at ideas a couple thousand years ago named Jesus. He says he had some wild ideas, and a lot of people didn't like him. Thought he was a nerd, but he's the coolest guy that this pastor knows. <laughs> she complains to her brothers, who are like wrestlers on the wrestling team. This and also like 35 years old. It appears. Yeah, that's that's true as well. He goes over to his buddy's house later to show that he's cursed to be cool. He's like, look, you don't know me. And apparently I'm some asshole at school, but I need you to be my friend. Uh, and his buddy's so like, that we, <laughs> I need you to be my. This is a weird quest. This is a weird request. I need you to you. be my friend. Yeah. So that I look dumber and uglier by association. Yes, because you, this girl likes dorks and losers. You so bring you the will, median down. You're you gonna, will you make drag me, me look down. worse just by being there. Usually you have an ugly friend that you hang out with because it makes you look like the cool, the handsome, cool one. But no, you're such your, a black. You're such a black hole of charisma. So bad. <laughs> have you seen the closer with William or the William H. Macy movie? Yeah, the, you're the cooler. The cooler. Have you seen yeah. that? That's you. That's you. You just and kill you, everybody around you. And you don't even get to bang that lady in that movie. Maria you're, Bello. You're just a, you're just the guy that shows up at the card table and makes everyone hate their lives. But I He's have like, seen your butt. <laughs> you worked out your entire career specifically for this moment. <laughs> Supposedly that's why William H. He was like, this was the one movie that he got. He's like, yeah, I get the girl. Uh, and he's like, check it out. Look, and he's like, well, you're, but you're cool. You're, you're cool. Why would you want to, that doesn't make any sense. He's like, it's a curse. He's like, what's outside the window. And the kid's like, trash fertilizer some old Compost. kitty litter some old kitty litter we dumped out there he's like homeless watch. man <laughs> watch this dead sprint towards the window jumps head first out of it <laughs> trash they, cans yeah trash mess. can cat noise the whole thing gong sound effect again we, we and hear then him. the friend says i also threw out some chinese food <laughs> it's like ah oh yeah that's that that is i do remember this Runs, we hear him run around the side of the building, opens up the door, fresh as a daisy, still looking as looking as cool as you can possibly look in 2002. Which and I think he has like, a kitten. He has a cat in his arms as well. He's like, <laughs> I love this. I thought this was hilarious. 2002 cool means he smells like Axe body spray and has a kitten. He's got a cat. Uh, he really likes listening to jay-z the jay-z uh lincoln park mashup yes yes there it is you know cool numb yeah and he's like fuck that is cool all right you're no, right yeah, I'm, not, cool. I'm not gonna help you and he's like what if i give you my car he's like cool deal cool. here we go now you got a deal now i a, a car to match as ugly as my soul is <laughs> he's like time for me to make the to do the impossible to make the Plymouth Prowler uncool. <laughs> Mr. Five, however, tell, calls the devil himself and says to meet him personally. He's got the soul. He's going to have the soul in hand. And like got it an all hour. wrapped up at the party. Twyla yells at Brendan some more. She's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm sick of seeing you. You're too cool. You're too fucking superfluous for me. 
I don't want to see you no more because you're too cool. And it makes me suspicious. But they're also having a really cool dance while they're having this argument. Because he's yes. like, he's like, they're I, both impossibly cool. So yeah. even as they're like dance fighting, it's, it's so like cool. fucking Cuban Pete. Yeah, because he's like, he's like, look, look at this fucking schlub. We're friends, I guess. <laughs> and he's like, yep. I suck. <laughs> it, again, it would be like if 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 you you and me and somebody else were at a party and they're like, I brought these two chuckleheads. All right. What do you think that makes me? We're like, yeah, <laughs> he did. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> oh, yeah. This party catered by Spago. Oh, that's I, cool. I'm gonna, all right. That's cool. I'm going to order a Domino's. <laughs> But everyone's got to chip in. I'll give <laughs> if you. You can have it if you want, but you gotta, you gotta give me a dollar. You gotta pony up. I'll start. I'll start shooting you my Venmos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even know where you would find these idiots. <laughs> I don't even know. They just appeared in my car, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's. It makes sense. I've done some terrible things in my life, so I, I feel like this is. I don't understand. They they brought their own Mike's hard lemonades. <laughs> they insisted on it. <laughs> Mark, I'm gonna ice you. I brought oh, I, no, I, he iced you me. got ice. He's, he's on got his a, knees. He's gotta drink it now. He got ice. That's hysterical. Uh but the whole thing kind of falls apart for Brendan because he's like, shit, shit. But when he starts to think about it, she's like, listen, dummy. Why do you think all this stuff has started to happen the way it's happened? You dumb idiot. You stupid, <laughs> stupid. rube. <laughs> you stupid, stupid minds. Just use your fucking head for a second. The audience was ahead of you like 45 minutes ago. Did you get what you got? And, and then think about, think about maybe there's I a similar situation. And then again, it's like the end of uh, Usual Suspects. Yes. And he's just putting it all together. All the threads start connecting. It's it's like that, but it's only Joe Montana clips. <laughs> Him getting shot by that like helicopter in Godfather 3. And he's like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it's him. It's a clip of Fat Tony. It's, it's him uh, as, <laughs> as the cool DJ on Airheads. <sighs> and he's like, oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> Airheads is on Comedy Central tonight. I have to go. Huh. It's Michael Richards' best work. Uh, no. Yes, he figures it out. So you you figured this out, Andrew? You you actually were ahead on this? I was, because there was a moment when he, when he goes and he sees the lawn gnomes, and I was like, oh, I get it. Because he I keeps... didn't see any of this coming, and this is when I thought like oh this is actually really good like i thought they were because the movie lulls me into a full sense of security by being like by the way this is incompetently made (laughs) so i was like all right i guess this and then when it when it actually ties the thread you're like holy shit it's a magic trick yeah (laughs) the prestige uh yes twyla is in fact sue sue the tall lady the tall girl who is playing abraham Abraham Lincoln. lincoln that had that work they were crushing on each other young when they were younger, who also sold her soul to Morgan Fairchild earlier at in the her beginning life of the movie to then become the cool new girl to yes. become shorter. But because of that pesky blab clause, 
she falls over and Morgan Fairchild shows up as an EMT and she's like, all right, time to go to hell. Time to get you out of here. Bye. Uh, also, however, uh, Mr. Five is running to Brendan's friend, not him, his friend. Yeah. And has uh, convinced Brendan's friend to also <laughs> sell his soul. He's like, hey, you're that buddy of yours. He's cool, right? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. would be cool like him. It's like, yeah. He's like, all right, cool. All right. <laughs> Let's do heroin. He's this like, yeah. Great, <laughs> this is a great deal. Um, yeah, smoke some marijuana and then sell it to your friends at school. And he's like, all right. Okay, cool. Now I'm cool. So the two of them now are have their contracts up with Mr. Five, but then that girl's like 30-year-old brother from the wrestling team shows up, threatening to beat up Brendan for blowing off his sister. Yes. They run away. Okay, they run out of the, the thing. They then run into Mr. Five outside of the party. Uh, and they say, all right, look, you win. You got you got both of our numbers. Look, I'm, I'm a level with you. <laughs> Doesn't I have to be this way, man. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, he says, look, the last thing before all my shit goes haywire i'm still gonna be cool until i die and then you can have my soul is i want that twyla girl i want you to change your name to sue sue and i want you to make her six feet tall he's that'll like, really want... that'll really fix her hash wouldn't it <laughs> he's like you want revenge gotcha i love it. he's like i love it i love it which uh crazy that you know the home this is just this is just sloppy bookkeeping you know that they have to have like a double blind when it comes to who's got whose contracts <laughs> well yeah i mean well it's they still had paperwork back then that's the thing if if because you see a cell phone and it's a flip phone it's like a razor and you're like yeah if they ha- if he was like okay let me check the google doc sheet and no 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 i can't no, do that sorry no, this doesn't seem right that's a different thing well, he does it. He's like, now she's not cool, and her name's not. Her name is Sue Sue, and she's six feet tall now. And she's gonna dress as Abraham Lincoln every Halloween, which uh, forces a, a null and void on Morgan Fairchild's contract. Because guess what? That don't work no more. All yes. right. So Morgan Fairchild shows up, and she's like, "You, you fucked me. You fucked me." You fucked me. He's like, no, no, they fucked you. No, this this is very much the end of Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, where um, Ricky Roma, Al Pacino is yelling at the uh, at Kevin Spacey, great actor, national treasure, and <laughs> is like, uh, you owe me a car, motherfucker. <laughs> you do not open your mouth until you know what the play is. Well, Jeremy, she uh, she's like. She's like, you fucked me out of this contract, you, you asshole. And he's like, well, that's that sucks because I got two freshies right here. <laughs> Looks like old Fiverr is going to be the big man on campus. Looks like I'm going to be dating the the devil now. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. She burns up his contracts as well. She's like, well, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'll take us all down. <laughs> I'll burn this whole place down before I, I don't see care. You. I don't fucking care. Which then reverts everything back to the way it was. The, the nerds are the nerds again. And Susu is dressed as Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> the devil shows up in his big ass Humvee and then starts chasing down Mr. Five. Yes. Which and then he like runs out of town. Okay. All right. Fine. 
we then fade back to the beginning where Brennan was apparently telling this story to the class, uh-huh. which I, I wish I hope took an entire 90 minutes as long as the movie. I'm sure <laughs> he's going There's, detail after detail. There is, is uh, yeah, they're like, what was the subplot with Joe Montana? Like <laughs> interior Joe <laughs> Montana trailer, Hollywood, California. And then I also hope that uh, the thing I wanted is a new class has then started has sat around him. Cause again, the period was over 45 minutes ago. Yeah. And now there's a, there's a, like an algebra class happening around him. Uh, his, his English teacher's like, I don't fucking buy it. You just didn't do the homework. All right. Detention. Oh, uh, and he gets made fun of by the nerd, by the cool kids as well. They're like, nice story, Brendan, or should Dick. I say, <laughs> Gortha, Gertha, 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 but everything seems to revert back to normal, except him and Susu apparently are an item now. All right. I like you because she's six feet tall, but she started playing on the basketball team. Yeah. And standing on uh, like a, an apple box whenever she's being shot <laughs> side by side with someone. There is a, there is a point, though, where she like walks on the basketball. She's on the court and another actress walks by her like a background extra that is taller than her. Ah, uh, so you have to you have to imagine that she's six feet. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's giants this out here. Giants is just just striding across the entire court <laughs> fucking tree beard back there yeah, she's on her own foul line and just puts it in the other opponent's basket oh. she just basketball player i'm their basketball player <laughs> yeah the only way they could destroy her is to set her on fire it's very weird <laughs> uh and she says why don't you get some contacts because you're ugly with glasses <laughs> <laughs> the end which i assume is the moral of the story <laughs> and that's the end of i was a teenage faust house <laughs> mark what did you think of this film uh andrew i actually by the second half i was genuinely enjoying this movie i liked the little twists and turns I did not see the thing coming. I thought that it was just incompetence, but then it's like, no, everything that we didn't explain properly was actually a setup. Um, so I liked all of that. And um, I think I texted, you know, this this movie did make me think of our friend who's effort, gets everything he wants without much problems ever happening. I was like, this is what Jefferson was like as a teenager. <laughs> just, I don't know, found a cat in an alleyway. <laughs> Uh, uh, I got a, I got an ugly car, but that's all right. Everyone seems to really like it. All right, bye. Bye. Um, but the thing is, is that the devil sold him his soul. The devil, the devil wanted to be more like Jefferson. Yes, he's like, I would do anything to be like him. (laughs) Anything? Well, I can help. All right. Uh, get some more chicken wings, I guess. All right, bye. Bye. Uh... (laughs) Yeah, I, I, I found myself really enjoying this movie. The Joe Montana stuff worked for more than it should have. I don't know if you saw, but this his, the next movie that this writer-director made starred Joe Montana. Oh, I see. So this might have just been opening the door to negotiations to be like, I mean, maybe you come and 
work with me. I kind of, I kind of wish that it wasn't that uh, in terms of like, uh, you know, he calls, he's like, I don't know who you are. Like I, I kind of, it, part of me wishes that they had like sprinkled it in. And then I wanted to see a scene of like, everything goes back to normal. And then we cut to a, a wedding day and it's like <laughs> Joe Montana, like at the altar being like, she'll be here. She, no, she's, she's going to be here. <laughs> no, it would be great. If, no, it would be great if everything goes back to normal. And then it's the graduate where the mom <laughs> is marrying the guy from the diner. And Joe Montana is like, I was wrong. Take me back. <laughs> Mrs. Brandon. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Brandon. Uh, I did like this as well. I thought it was it's it's written in a way that I think uh, kids would appreciate that it's clever. Like they, it's like a smarter version of a kid's show, but it does, it it, it does have that kind of veneer of this is what the early two thousands was. It's just nothing but, but uh, cutaways jumping around and cutaways. Yeah. That stuff gets a little exhausting because it looks cheap nowadays. Everything is just kind of it, it's all video toaster effects of like things sliding in and off screen. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, but other than that, there's some, there's some funny stuff in this. Uh, it's, it's it is weird. It is weird that the original Faust story also involves a girl who dresses like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so I'm glad that they went back to the source material and they were like, this is this is good. This is part of the story that people forget. And, you know, it's, it's, it's meta, you know, we're saying Cliff's notes. We're saying, <laughs> we're saying, we're saying, you know, it's, you expect the big Spring turn three, the big reveal at the end of act three is the Faust turn, but no, no, we saw, we solve all that, that problem at the end of act two. So now, now you don't know where we're going. Yeah. You got, we're, we're in your head. I mean, I'm living in your head. I'm, I'm Tom Burke builder. What the hell is his name? Tom, Tom El- Ever- Elder- Everhart. Everhart. I'm in your fucking head. <laughs> I'm getting my mail forwarded here, man. Would you Change recommend? Would you recommend this movie? I actually would. I yeah. actually would recommend this movie. I would say this is a weird one that is better than it has any right to be. It's a surprise. And Joe Montana is there. So what do you want? I mean, that's the thing. Is is we would have. I would have preferred more Joe Montana to be quite honest, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah, at this point. And uh, yeah, it's Robert Townsend's good in it. It's it's fun. It's fun. They should do a remake. Who would you cast in the remake? I was a 20 year old Faust. Yeah, it's uh, I was a millennial Faust. Oh, my God. I was a millennial Faust stars. um, Emma Roberts is the cool kid. And. um, Dylan Sprouse uh ryan reynolds is the devil yeah he's he's mr five and then um and he makes references to his other movies yes and also the show lucifer on fox that's it yeah and and netflix uh all right well that's gonna do it for our look back 20 years ago we had two stinkers but our surprising uh lift at the end here but we're gonna look forward to next time here on television movie night as we move to February, which involves love. Ray Romano. Ah, Manny. Manny. 
Oh, it's Valentine's Day. I didn't get Deborah a fucking gift yet. We have like 11 kids. I had a lot of kids. My mom and dad live next door. My brother's really tall. So we're watching love movies in some capacity. If if that's what you were able to understand. So you asked for it. We're delivering America. We're listening to this. Listen to this. Put this in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> you thought we didn't have the stones. Well, here we are, buddy. You thought we were a little bit. We're big men. You we're big men watching how ugly movies. my car is. I got the ugliest goddamn car in L.A. County, and that's saying something. Every man loved Blanche Taylor more. You are an insatiable man. And she loved them. You will peak it again. To death. We have evidence of attempted murder. Massive quantity of arsenic. Where would my father get arsenic from? An old-fashioned southern girl. Based on the incredible true murders of her husband, her lover, and her own father. Your first husband also died of arsenic. I didn't do it. And what it took to stop her. I brought him to Jesus. Elizabeth Montgomery, Black Widow Murders, NBC Tonight. Well, that's going to do it for Television Movie Nights. You can always listen to past episodes by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at tvmovienightpodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us and listen to us on iTunes. Leave a review there, which helps us out greatly. You can also review us on Spotify. Leave a star review there and help us out. Or you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. Also, Facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. All that information at SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, coming up on February. Love is in the air. Um, get your sweetie something sweet. Yep. A subscription to our Patreon. <laughs> Women love it. Uh, it's more of a Venmo account than a Patreon. Because <laughs> this fucking Domino's ain't going to pay for itself, right? I, I saw you take a garlic, garlic knot. You, no, no, you opened the box. Now you now you have to pay for it. You Now you let the heat out. So you got you to gotta shoot me like... Forty-five dollars. <laughs>